0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. Um, So I basically, God has kind of smacked me up side the head in a loving way, but kind of like a wake up way. And I just want to share with you um, what he's been speaking to me and hopefully encourage us as we um, continue on in our week. I was listening to a John Bevere message the other day, and he said something to the effect of, if you're spending more time, you know, scrolling on Instagram and Facebook, than you are in the word of God or in prayer, like that should be a red flag to you, which I was of course immediately convicted because I do scroll on Instagram. I post a lot. I I guess like some of the things I do with intention because some of my, you know, job and business is social media. So in that regard, I mean, you know, if you, wherever you work, it's not always, you would get fired if you went in. God does not want us to go into our place of work and say, excuse me, I can't help you right now because I'm reading the Bible. No, of course he wants us to show up and do all of our work as unto the Lord. um, But there's a lot of things I do mindlessly throughout the day. And if I added up that time is that equal to how much time I've spent with God intentionally that day? And often it's a no, and I can't be the only one. There are so many things. And then, you know, at the end of the day, Ashton goes to sleep at night and Kellen and I will like, you know, she goes down around like seven, seven thirty, And then we have a couple hours and we'll, you know, chat and we'll watch some shows and we don't watch, like I have a very sensitive spirit. So I don't usually watch things that are super dark just because they bother me. But I was, I looked up basically what the top, cause I keep seeing memes on Instagram. I saw costumes for Halloween. Um, Kellen has shared with me about some things that he's watched lately. And so I looked it up and the common, I mean, basically the most watched things like there's you on Netflix, which I'm sure there's some fans out there. And I want, I want this to be clear before I say it, I am not harping on, um, entertainment or saying that no one should watch TV or that's not what I'm saying. So I just want to get that out early. I think you'll understand where I'm coming from in a second though. But you have a show that's about a a manipulative serial killer that is the most watched show millions and millions and millions of people have watched that. You also have Squid Game, which to my knowledge, I haven't watched it, but to my knowledge is basically exploiting people who are in dire and desperate situations to the point of death. And it's like, you see all of these things that our world is consuming and it's no wonder. It is no wonder why we're not peaceful. Even if it is under the umbrella of, quote, entertainment, watching some guy seduce and murder women is not like, that's not going to be good for your spirit. And again, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch that show. It's totally between you and God. It has nothing to do with me at all. But I'm just saying that what we're consuming, we really need to be mindful of it. Because if you're watching murder more than you are in the presence of God, of course you're going to be anxious. Of course, crazy thoughts are going to pop into your head. And I had this thought. That was like, what if before we watched an hour show, we first spent an hour in God's word? Can you imagine? I mean, what if before we allowed ourselves to scroll for 20 minutes, we spent 20 minutes in worship. Like everything is costing us something. Every action, everything we read, everything we watch is costing us something. Some things cost us money, some, th- some things cost us time, some things cost us energy, some things cost us peace. You know, there's it's going to cost us something. And I just wonder in the same way that you can't withdraw from a bank account if it's on zero, I really wish that we were more in tune. Like if you have zero peace, I wish that our brain almost (laughs) would stop us from watching something that's going to rob us of even further peace. Because I think that's how we get into these horrible tailspins of anxiety and depression. And that happened to me the other day. I was so heavy. I literally 10 o'clock in the morning had a full-blown meltdown. And Kellen's like, are you okay? I'm like, gosh, everything just feels so heavy. And I can't be the only one that this happens to once in a while. It's just a heavy world right now. And it was just kind of like a light bulb went off in my head. That was, well, you're watching these things. Basically, if if anything you're doing is outweighing spending time with God, you can't expect to have the fruits of the Spirit. You can't expect to have His presence. You can't expect to have His peace and His joy if you don't make room for it. So basically, just my encouragement to you today is: if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling um, just that heaviness of the world, maybe take a little inventory. For those of us that are Christians, when we say, God, I want you more, we sing these worship songs, our actions reflecting that, would we, if we had to earn time on Netflix and earn time on Facebook and earn time on social media, like if it really was, if God was like, okay, you're, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you an hour with me, you know, an hour for an hour. Would you be excited to do it? Would you be willing to do it? And that's kind of what really got me was, oh my gosh, I I don't know. Some days, yes. When I feel like it, yes. I'm like, Lord, let's do it. But then other days, I'm like, to be honest, it is so much easier to just sit down and put on an hour of television than even to turn on an hour of worship music or to crack open my Bible but it's in those moments that I do it anyway, that he shows up the most. When I make that intentional decision of this is what my flesh wants, but I want you more in faith. I want you more because right now I don't. And I think that God knows our hearts. So I don't think I know he knows our hearts. So if there's any part of you that's like, well, I don't want to be that honest with God. I don't want to say it out loud because then I feel condemned or You know, full of shame that I would rather watch a show than spend time with God. He already knows. He already knows your heart. And I think that it's just about checking in with Him. That's the whole point. It's not about checking off a list of, you know, oh, I have to spend two hours with God today in order for it to be. It's not that. It's just a matter of checking in with Him. And so I just want to encourage all of us, whatever you're doing right now, maybe you haven't, you know, maybe you've been feeling that nudge to just. Hey, turn off the podcasts. Turn off the the YouTube videos. Turn off the Netflix show. Like, just maybe God has just been pulling you and saying, "Hey, can you just spend five minutes with me?" Hopefully, I am encouraging you to do that right now. I just think that even if you have to pause this podcast and go do that, I just say go for it. Just what I'm saying is that it's not about time and a certain amount of time, and I'm not telling you to like. Oh, before you pick up Instagram, oh, shoot, I have to earn 10 minutes. That was just an analogy that he gave me of like, how willing would you be if I said, hey, spend 20 minutes with me so that you can have 20 minutes of a show? It was just more of a convicting thing of, wow, here I say with my words, God, I want you more than anything. But is that really true? I want him more than anything in the moments I feel like it. But what about the moments that I'm tired or I'm run down or whatever it may be. So I just want to encourage you guys. There are two scriptures. Um, One of them, this is from the message translation and it's Ephesians um, 5, basically 11 through 16. And it says, don't waste your time on useless work, mere busy work, the barren pursuits of darkness. Expose these things for the sham that they are. It's a scandal when people waste their lives on things they must do in the darkness where no one will see. Rip the cover off of those frauds and see how attractive they look in the light of Christ. Wake up from your sleep, climb out of your coffins. Christ will show you the light. So watch your step, use your head, make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. And I love those scriptures because it is kind of what we do right now. These are desperate times. How are we spending our time? And it's not saying, oh, don't do anything in the dark. Like you should be on a platform. It's just saying, what are you doing it's what you do when no one can see you that really affects the trajectory of your life. You know, it's it's not what you do in public. It's not what you do in the t- in the moments that people can see you. It's what do you do when no one's looking? What are you watching when no one's around? What are you turning on? What are you looking at? Those are the moments that will make or break you and your faith. And one of my favorite scriptures, and this is what I go back to, and God is continually convicting my heart because I'll be watching something that, and again, what is right for me might not be right for you. The beauty of a relationship with God is that it's so individual. Kellen and my marriage, the things that we have decided are right for us won't match everybody else's marriage. And that's okay because no one else is in our marriage. It's just him and I. And as long as we're in agreement and we're thriving, that's all that matters. So when I share these things, these are just things that God's been impressing upon my heart. So I encourage you, to check in with him for your life and your relationship with him. There are things that he won't, you know, that he's like, hey, Britt, you can't watch that. But Kellen is totally fine, like doesn't bother him at all. And for me, I'm like, this is so upsetting and I can't handle it. But he made us differently with different sensitivities, different giftings, and that's okay. But often this is the verse that I go to. And he convicts me with when I'm when I'm watching something that may be like, eh, I know that this will probably affect me. It's Philippians 4, 8, and it says, finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. And so if you're kind of like, well, I don't know what I can watch. I don't know. If you just take that to, if you just take this verse and put it into, plug it into the areas of your life, is it true? Is it honest? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it of good report? Is there any virtue in it? Is it honoring to God? I guarantee you if you kind of outweigh the things that you're consuming with things that are that, you will see anxiety lift. You will see depression start to lift. Um, You know, obviously I'm not a doctor, so I know that there are certain medical instances where you need help in regard to mental health. But I'm just saying in the day-to-day for most of us, all we really need to do is adjust what we consume. And we will see within 24 hours, probably less than that, if you just took one hour off of social media, one hour away from the news, I bet you, you'll feel lighter. If you took a walk out in the sunshine, if, 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 instead of, you know, watching a 10 minute video on YouTube talking that's pro or anti one thing or the other, if you said, you know what, I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to take a walk outside and I'm just going to ask God to just, to just show me things. And I'm just going to appreciate the nature. I'm going to appreciate the trees or the human beings that he's created. I bet you that will make a difference in how you see the world, how you feel the tension in your body. Um, Most disease comes from stress. It doesn't even come from natural germs, it comes from the stress that we hold in our body. And I just think now more than ever, we need to find and take control back over our lives, over what we're watching, what we're consuming, what we're doing, what we're feeding ourselves. So, yeah, I just wanted to to share that with you today. I don't know if that resonated with any of you guys, but just, you know, when you go back on to mindlessly doing something, just think back to Ephesians 5 and just wonder, you know, just just kind of does this need to be brought to light? Would I be proud of doing this, you know? In public, basically. And it's not that you're living your life for other people, but sometimes it is a good barometer to see oh, am I doing something that matters? Am I doing something that actually will get me where I want to be? Or am I just kind of existing? Because existing is not the same as living. And I just know that God has the best life for all of us to live. So, anyways, I hope that that encouraged you guys or some of you. Um, I love you so much. Praying for you as always. And if you needed that little encouragement to maybe spend a little less time doing things that were, quote, entertainment and kind of passive and a few more minutes in your day doing something intentional and just spending time with God, here is your encouragement. Maybe as soon as this podcast is over, you just pull out your Bible or your journal or the Bible app on your phone and just do something that's going to feed your spirit. You will not regret it. It's the same as a workout or anything else. You'll never be like, I really wish I didn't do something good for myself. We just need the discipline to do it sometimes. So here I am as your cheerleader saying, go out and do something good for yourself. Do it good for your body, good for your spirit, good for your emotions, whatever that is go do it now because I guarantee you'll feel so much better. All right. I will see you guys next time.